Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. And it's a good thing that we are podcasters, not video stars, because (laughs) I look sick. The last couple episodes, we really brought the game with our looks. I don't know what's going on. My eyes, I never, I have like ugly under eyes to be. I do. But I've never been like an under eye bag. It's just like a separate problem. It's not only bags. But today I have bags and they I can feel them. They hurt. My eyeballs are sore from being a tired girly. I pretty much always have eye bags. I think we've been pushing it too hard with the weather being nice. Or at least yeah. I have been like, I need to do this and be outside and do another walk and do this. And then it's like, okay, well, maybe you should just like sit out there if you really need to be out there. I'm dead. <laughs> I am actually dying. Give me a second, guys. I'm going to yawn real quick. Let's hear it. ASMR. Yawn. It was asked to be in... In a, another wedding, which isn't until next year, but I'm very happy to be a part of it. And that's Caitlin and Ryan. And she listens to our podcast when she's running. So she's probably running right now and hearing this. So I'm so excited to be in your wedding, Caitlin. And the countdown is on for next year weddings already because my brother's also getting married. So it's going to be 2023. You'll be hearing about weddings a lot again. Can we talk about running girls for a minute? Wow. <laughs> Those that girls. That is not me. I bet they don't have eye bags. I bet they sleep like rocks. So congratulations, Caitlin. That's so exciting. She's uh seems like a very cool gal that I wish I could be like. Cool. I showed my mom a picture of them because she hasn't met them before. And she was like, wow, what a nice looking couple they are. <laughs> like, they okay. are a good looking couple. She's gorgeous. <laughs> yes, she um, is. I have no updates. I attended a bridal shower for our friend Dana. That was fun. Um, and a birthday party for a child. And then I don't, I don't have many weddings this year, just two. That's Big wedding summer for our college friends. We are <laughs> going to ha- be having a lot of college reunion yes. parties this, this summer. And big- I'm looking forward to it. Not a big wedding summer for me. It is a big work event summer for me. I just was looking at my schedule for the month of June. I get why I have eye bags. I have, I have, you're you're tired thinking about your schedule in the future. Oh, I have something like every single day of the week in June and on the weekend. So anyways, let's, let's lift up the vibes a little bit. Okay, guys, sorry. (laughs) I just, I need to like hide my face. Can I put it on a different view here where I can, I just see you speaker. Okay. So today we're going to talk about our personal mission statements, which, um, like how to, how to make your personal mission statement and why we think it's important and all that jazz. So what do you think that a, like, what is a personal mission state? How do you interpret mission statement? How do you interpret it that? What does that mean to you? So just like if you were to have a business or the company that you're working for, they have a mission statement and it kind of gives you something to work towards. And so what it means to me for thinking about my life overall is like, what do I want my life to be like what is my like top priorities that when I'm old and looking back on my life I'll be like I did that that's what I wanted to do and I did it and it doesn't have to be anything extreme like oh I hope I 
like specific, like, oh, have this many kids and this many friends and do all of this stuff and travel this many countries. But it could be more like, I hope that I am a good friend and I build and my mission statement in my life is like to build really strong relationships that last a lifetime. Good one. I think that, I would that's probably that. that's probably mine. I was thinking that it's probably along those lines. This came about to me when I started to get married. We were planning the wedding and I started to think like, what is like our family going in quotes family? Like, what are the now Aslins? Like, what are we going to be about? Who are we as people? Like, what are our values? How will we raise our kids someday? What do we believe in? Like, I don't know. How do we, are we a super competitive family that the kids are going to be in 10 different sports? Are we going to be like, I don't know, a really career driven or like fan organization, whatever. What is, what's going to be our thing? Like, how do we hold our values? How do we like teach our kids someday? All these things. So I started to think about that. And like Parker and I've had those conversations. Then the thought came to have the episode like this, uh, to do this episode when I was on the 16 mile hike, you know, the accidental 16 mile hike. Right. I started thinking, will we be a family? Like I've always wanted to be like, we're a family that we're going to be an active family. Like that's our thing. And then when I was in the woods lost on the Appalachian trail, I was like, "Mm, I might have to revise the mission statement (laughs) because you'll literally never catch me in the woods again. (laughs) You're like, we're the family that just hangs out in our backyard safely in our little neighborhood. (laughs) What we're going to talk about is how we came to the conclusion of our mission statement. Also mission statements can be revised. You may change things. Maybe one day you really think like, I'm going to be super career driven. That's what's important to me. I'm a career girly. That's my mission statement. And then one day you fall in love and you're like, I actually may have to revise it a bit because I've realized I hate being away from my significant other. Let's just say, yeah. okay, it could be revised or the other way around. You could be like, hmm, my relationship's not the whole world to me. And if you think about it, like before you graduate, you kind of have like your mission is like, oh, to get through high school and figure out what I want to do. And then your mission is like, I can't wait to get into this career. And like you're studying and like, you don't really have time to like figure out who you want to be. You're figuring out like what you want to be more in right. college. So then you get into that career and you might not want that to be your entire entity is like, you're not known for your job. So then it's like, you finally have time to figure out like, what do I want to be perceived as? And what's my goal out of this life? What experiences did you have that led you to what you made your mission statement now? And then how could someone what advice would you give to someone who's in their early twenties to how the, can someone in their early twenties start to like create experiences and start to form what they like set themselves up to have a mission statement. And then maybe we'll talk about how we like analyzed our experiences and our values and turn them into our mission statement. Yes. So I think for me, like finding what I wanted mine to be, I feel like I always wanted to for a while, I was like, I'm going to move away. I'm going to do this and I'm going to travel a lot. And that is a big part of my life. And I do have like an itch to travel constantly. And, but I did find, or I do find like when I'm thinking about a trip, I'm thinking about like, oh, who do I want to experience this with? Or if I were to do something by myself, it just wouldn't be the same. Like I want to share the experiences and come back and be able to talk about them with the people. So it was like, no matter what I was 
thinking about doing I was thinking about like oh who would be there with me or even when I was like studying abroad I had major FOMO about what everyone was doing and I was very homesick and that was kind of a shocking thing for me because I was like oh it's only four months but I was like very emotional about it which is surprising so my friend Lindsay and I we always say this thing about that where like this may not be for everyone but this was for us we've always said this since we were younger that we don't choose we choose people over places so like I would live in a trash can if I could be with my people or and I feel like it's kind of similar to that like you would rather maybe go to a not as nice destination if you could experience it with someone else really is that kind of what you're saying yeah and like now when I think about if I go somewhere then I like feel like I'm constantly thinking like oh Kyle would like this or oh Ashley would like this place Casey would like this place like that's how I start thinking about it or I can't wait to tell this person about it so I feel like we're both very relationship driven like making sure we have strong bonds and so you discovered that by being away like you had to go, you went away from your people for a little bit to discover like as much as you liked that part of it, you still would rather your people be with you. Like, so you learned about yourself that you're not like a solo eat, pray, love gal. You're maybe a double date, eat, pray, love <laughs> gal. <laughs> so I think so. Or even like nowadays, like I, I didn't have like a place that I was like, oh, that's where I want to live when I'm older. But even mm-hmm. a few years ago, I was like, oh, I'll probably move move around. Even me and Kyle, like, go live somewhere else. But then when I think about, like, our routine here and all of our people here, that makes me, like, really sad to think of. <laughs> really, I can't believe I have to move away from all my people. And be like, you. I mean, I guess I don't have to. <laughs> Everyone is, like, but... right here. It's so easy. Yeah. I don't know that I would last long. Yeah. Also, guys, we are not an anti-move kind of like it just happens to be these are experiences I feel like we always like when I say people over places that may not be your experience it just like maybe or like you might have to be like Liz and leave for x amount of months to appreciate like where you are and the people you know what I mean the convenience of being near people and sharing it with people so right but also like I lived I didn't leave the state, but I've lived in other areas. And like when I first moved here, I didn't have as many people right in this town. And it just feels like now I have someone to do everything with or like there's people right here, which is kind of it just happens. So if you're not feeling that way, you can move to a new area. Maybe you will have that kind of feeling in the new area. I just happen to get it in the same state. Great way summarize it I always feel like we end up talking about like not moving out of state and like we're not anti-move out of state it just happens that we didn't move out of the state but if you have like yeah if you don't feel like you have your core group here try somewhere else and see if you can find a group or whatever find a friend or something like that traveling helped you figure out your mission statement being away from family and friends for a little bit helped you like add to your mission statement I would say some for me would be let's see trying out a few different jobs helped me with my mission statement I was gonna say that also like, yeah I I had th- so I've had three jobs I am four years out of college and I've had three jobs each job has helped me learn something about myself or what I want for my future and to help like niche down my 
mission statement. My first job, I learned that I wanted to live a little bit more of a flexible life. And I then lived a really flexible life, but not in something I was very confident in like work-wise. And now I use both of those to say like, okay, I want to do work that I'm confident in and I'm passionate about and still have a flexible um, schedule, not necessarily like a nine to five in an office every day. So I learned those simply because I tried out different things. So my experiences were trying out different jobs. And I also, even more than like the lifestyle of it, the work I actually wanted to be doing. I worked at a job where I was able to test out like several different areas of marketing, as opposed to like starting at a big company where I'm not like where I was just doing, let's say just digital marketing, like just ads, like Facebook ads, let's say then I didn't have the opportunity to necessarily like try a little bit of everything. So that was part of how I learned in my early twenties. And now I can create a mission, like add that to my mission statement. I'll discuss like my mission statement kind of later at the end. What about you? Yeah. I also think that about jobs, like for me, I also had three jobs, same as you. And it was like, the first one was the fun, cool, like wanted to be a part of it. Tell everyone. Yeah. But then I missed out on a lot of really special moments in like friends and family's life. That aspect, like it just was like draining me to miss things. And then the second one, I missed out on like fun and not that things have to be cool, but like it just was not itching my like creative brain. She was very startup at first, startup events, like very hustle bustle, cool girl kind of job, like startup-y vibes, you know, mm-hmm. like something that you'd see online where people would be like, oh my God, tell us what a day in the life is like. This is such a cool job. And then the next job was like very corporate yeah, kind of vibes and very different. And then I learned that I wanted to be more creative and I definitely learned from the first one, like how much work-life balance was important to me. And then I found the perfect mix now where I feel super creative and on a Sunday, I'm not stressed about going to work the next day and I wake up on Monday excited and on Friday, I'm excited for the weekend and every day is a good day. Good one. I would say another thing for me would be friendships and like I'll say relationships in general. So um, like experiencing grief and loss um, experiencing like marriage engagement, like all those like big, I don't know, like one, so one like big events was something that helped me, like whether it was my big events or my friend's big event, I learned when it was my big events, I could see how I could show up for other people in the future. Like, Hey, what meant a lot to me here? Mm-hmm. What, like, what did, um, when it was, when I was also like attending the big events, like, what did I, feel like frustrated with or not supported with let's say and then when it was my big events like how could I um in turn like you know what I'm saying like take my experiences show up for them let's say like I didn't make my bridesmaids pay ten thousand dollars from a bachelor party whatever because I experienced something I don't know something like that or vice versa if you're going you're not at that stage yet but you're going to all these things you can kind of see like the same thing like I could do all of this and go to Ashley's and then I can see like what I would want out of it in the future. Right. But like the polar opposite. Yeah. So I, 
I had so like grief and loss. I had um, like work relationships. I had like my re- like relationship with Parker um, and watching like other friends go through like breakups or I don't know, like marriages, different things like that. And then friendships. So like just growing apart from friends. I feel like those experiences all led me to realize that I value like my like loyalty with friendships, like long lasting friendships where maybe there's a seat, like the seasons of friendship, if that makes sense. Maybe this person and I don't have a lot in common right now, but maybe we will in the future. And maybe I am placing, I kind of touched on this last week, but maybe I'm placing when I was younger, I placed a lot of importance on like having a bunch of friends. And I was like, I need to have like a friend group because in college and high school, like I've always had a friend group. And then after college, I didn't have like a friend group anymore. I don't know. Like I couldn't, which I don't know. It kind of sounds silly because I don't think the average person has 10 people they could go on a vacation with. And like, that just was something I always had in college. So when I didn't have that anymore, it was really like confusing to me going through that. Like I learned that as long as I have like one solid friend, I feel like confident still in life. Um, and making sure that I don't like ditch that friend for the latest group that wants to hang out with me, let's say. Um, and then like the importance of family. I feel like I learned that a lot more as I was younger. Like when I'm younger, I think my early twenties, a lot of people just like push the narrative of like, you're too cool for your parents. I do think it's important to form your own relationships and friendships. Cause like, a few different reasons. Your parents had their own lives. Like they had their own friends. And honestly, like growing up, I'm so thankful they had those friendships because it really impacted me in a great way. Like that's a big reason why I have such a big network now of like family and friends is because my parents created their own life. So I still stand by that. Like I'm glad I've done things the way I have. And I like, will continue to do that and like have my own life. But I think social media just confused me a lot too, with like, you know, move really far away and you don't need to necessarily like set boundaries. Don't let your like blah, 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 blah. I agree with setting boundaries, but sometimes these people are a little cutthroat with their boundaries. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you do not need to literally cut your family off, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily a boundary. Maybe if they're literally toxic. Yes. But if they're just a normal parent, that is like, whatever. Anyways. So those kind of things, again, like also like my relationship, realizing that that will ebb and flow, like my some days I'll like him a lot more than I do on other days. And when you start figuring out like the, what you want out of life, you'll start kind of noticing what you think other people want out of life, if that makes sense. And you'll find that the, I feel like the friendships that you are growing older with, you are like having the same goals in your life. Yes. And I think it, it uh, does become apparent, even like your family, like you can start to see like, oh, that makes sense. Like we, I was definitely raised by them or something like we had the same thoughts on that, but it just takes you like going through all of these things to realize like, oh, that person, person, like they probably don't have a mission statement because we're probably crazy, but they probably think of their life the same way and what they want out of their life. Couldn't have said it better myself. A hundred percent. That is a big reason why I have been thinking about this a lot lately is because I've recently realized, like, I really value people that, or I don't even know that I, not that I value other people less, but like, I just like to surround myself with people that think about their lives, like 
they think very intentionally about life for example like what's the right thing to do like what's you know what's the good thing to do if that makes sense like whatever what will this make this person feel if I do this what I don't know like taking care of my body like taking care of my mental health my family's mental health taking care of people in general like people that think intentionally about their life I've realized that like not only is it something that we have in common but it usually will mean that they'll be like empathetic I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. too and like give you grace and friendships so that's something I value a lot in my relationships going forward and a big reason why I think having a mission statement is important because it can help you like determine who you will give your time to yes also the other thing that I've learned about friendships is like they're all very different so I guess part of mine is like meeting their friend in in the way that our friendship is and not comparing all friendships the same like some friends I talk to every day and some friends I talk to every couple weeks and I wouldn't rate anyone differently based off you know timing or anything but I think there was a time where I was like oh well this person does this but this person does this and I'm like well they're not the kind of friend that does this so like don't I guess the lesson here if you're in your early 20s like pay attention to what your friendships mean to you. Like be very, I don't know, um, aware of who's around, why they're around, what you like, how you're, if you share similar values, what you think like their future might look like in your future. And if you think that they're like, I don't know what you're looking for. Also in different stages of your life, you might look for like a low maintenance friend. Like that might be really important to you in a certain stage of life. Like right now, if you're really career heavy, you may not have time to like have a friend you talk to every single day. So you may put a lot of value on that. And if someone can't understand that, you know, so paying attention to that is, I would say like, if you're in your early twenties, just take note of like what you want your friendships to look like in the future. Okay. So relationships, career, travel, like living situation, maybe it's beliefs, values. I don't even know a different way of like saying that, but like the standards you hold for yourself or maybe morals, maybe it's politically like figuring out what do you stand for? That's maybe a good way to say that. What do you stand for? What do you believe in? And this is something that I'm sure is constantly changing and will probably constantly change as you grow and evolve and get more information. So I think the important part for me was just researching. So that might look in like a lot of different ways. Like, I don't know, it's not just going to come to you. You have to kind of do the thinking for it. Yeah. Just like you would prepare for a presentation at school or a big moment at work, like prepare, get all your information, prepare so you can be confident in who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Like ask the, ask questions, be curious, be curious is maybe the number one thing I could say. So be curious, ask as many questions as you can about as many different topics as you can. And this might be like health. Like I'm saying like, Oh, I want to be an active family. Like that's something I believe is really important in your like, I believe, I don't know, it keeps your brain healthy, whatever. I have no idea. What do I believe in? Like, what do I, what's my relationship with fitness going to be? And like, research it. Why? Like, think about it. Ask questions, ask your friends, like, what do they do? Like, come up with a routine. And that might be like experimenting with different 
types of exercise. You can always change your mind and you can change your life mission statement based off things change always. Like you could go through something really shocking and you found out like, oh, I think totally different about life now. Yeah. But I think the importance of this is you hold yourself to like the the thought here is like, you're not going to change too much. Like, obviously you're going to like edit things here and there, but like, as long as you're consciously changing it, you're not just like being like, oh, I forgot. I like working out's really important to me or like being healthy is really important to me. Like as long as you're consciously, you've come up with a reason why it's no longer important to you. You know, you found out actually fun fact, everyone working out kills you says save here. Whatever. Yeah, then you can edit. Then, then you can edit. Yeah. Then you edit it. It's just the, the point here is that you just don't edit your mission state. You don't, you don't forget about your mission statement. You have a reason for changing it. Right. Maybe you're um, adding to it. Like maybe you are like, I want to have the best career ever. And then you lose someone important in your life and you realize like, oh my God, I want to be really close with everyone in my life because, you know, you never know. And then that adjusts your whole rest of your life, but you're just adding to it. You can still have a good career, but you're like, oh wait, I want to, I want this to be important to me. On that note, we'll go back to like beliefs and stuff after, but I feel like I have a good example of that where I wanted to, I like would say, I want to have a good career. When I was younger, that was my mission statement, let's say part of it, but I didn't know why. So it was hard to carry that along. So last year I just thought I had a, I thought, okay, I'm going to put more importance on my relationships and like, I'll try and grow different things. And then I realized that for myself to like, feel confident and proud of the work I'm doing, that's why I wanted to have a good career that I was proud of. It was so I could like feel confident about myself and like contribute it. Like I was contributing to things and making a difference. So I added it back in. So I had like a new why, like I had an experience that gave me a new, like a reason behind why I wanted those things, beliefs and values. So reading books, asking, like I said, like what, I don't know if there's something politically going on that you don't know about, like ask questions, read books. So that way you can have, and you don't need to necessarily have a strong stance on everything. I certainly don't like I not claiming to be the most educated in every topic. I do try and like form opinions a lot of times. I don't always know the right answer to them, but I do try and like think about a lot of things so I can like figure out what I stand for. And that also might be like how I like the meaning of life, you know, like that could go just as deep as like, not necessarily just political, but I try and think of like, why like that deep kind of stuff too, you know? Oh, you're a thinker. I'm a thinker. Yeah, I get what you mean. And keeping like having an opinion on something and like keeping your brain, I don't know, giving yourself kind of a purpose. Like I want to learn about this so I can talk about it and have new conversations. And I don't know. I think of this a lot of times. What, imagine if your kid asks you a question, how do you answer it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to have like, that's kind of, you have to have enough of these, like, you're not going to have every answer. You know what I mean? But like one day you could potentially be like raising a human to have like, whatever you say is the truth. So you have to like st- form somewhat of opinions and have answers to these questions. And I'm not saying you obviously need that right now, but, but you might as well start plugging away at it. You do have influence. And then, well, it might, maybe it's not a kid, but maybe it's you. Like, imagine you ask yeah. me a question 
I would imagine I have some influence in your life as you do with mine. And I have to think about my answers. Wrapping this up, if we are in our mid twenties, we're creating our mission statements. What was your first thing that you did? Obviously we didn't like sit down necessarily and do a sit down, come up with our mission statement, but how did you generally come to the conclusion of how you want to live your life? I feel like it was more like when I had like moments of realization when I was already in it, in the part that I wanted to be my mission statement, if that makes sense. Like I was in this job and I like had a day where I was like, wow, I feel like I was supposed to be in this job. And I feel like it because of this from the last job and this from the last job. And I wasn't thinking that going into it, but then I was into it and be like, and I was like, wow, this is what I wanted and maybe didn't know that I wanted. And then same thing, like in these moments with like really good friendships and just looking around and being like, how do, how did I get here? And how to, how do I go forward maintaining this? Because I don't know, there's been a lot of things recently with like good friends around where I'm like, wow, that was really nice of them. Like, why, how did I why do I deserve this? And how can I carry this on for the rest of my life? Because looking at them like this is so special. So just soaking in that moment and remembering like how you felt in that moment and putting it into your mission statement. And I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, I think of those as like movie moments and people realize. No, I think that's a great way to say that. So like being aware and like intentional about the way, like I don't know. I, I am an overanalyzer, so I am not recommending anyone do that, but I don't know. I think it's interesting that you paid attention to like, Hey, this is a good moment. These are good people. How do I replicate this? And like, I'm happy right now. How do I like keep this feeling of like, I like these people. I like this work. Like what's the common denominators. That's what you like. I like work. What do I like about work? Not just like, I like this job at this, in this position at this company. That's the only job I'm going to like. It's Mm -hmm. like parts of it. Oh, like I like this person. Well, no. Like what, what are the qualities this person possesses that you like? Just, you like, were very present and aware of what was important to you and your feelings. I don't think that I was always like that, but I guess that would be my advice is like, when you see it happening, be like, this is actually what makes me happy because I actually feel it happening. I feel happy right now. How did you find yours, your mission statement? Um, I think mine came, I've had a few, yeah, I've had a few different moments. I think a lot of mine, unfortunately, is derived off of the fear of time running out. Um, that's, all, that's also part of my... <laughs> So mine is definitely like, I'm forced to think about these things because my mind works in like a countdown aspect all the time. Like I think about like people in my life aging. So how I think of things, this is really twisted. How I decided the people that were really important to me, it's cutthroat folks. It's when this person dies, I will never feel like I have enough time with them. And oh my God. (laughs) That's to make me cry. Sorry. But there's like certain people in my life that like, it will never be enough time. And then there's other people that like, that's not, not that I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I won't have that same thought. I will be devastated when those people die, but in my mind, it won't be like, it won't be filled with regret of like, I should have spent more time with them. 
even though I already spend a lot of time, like with Parker, for example, I spend every waking second with Parker. Okay. And I still can't get myself to go away on a weekend all the time, you know, like not really, you know what I mean? I can, but I still, am like, still want to, because it's never going to be enough. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, You're making me very sad right now. (laughs) Sorry, but that's how I like, you know, that's really my mission statement of my whole life. I wouldn't say that's my mission statement in, in general, but it's pretty cutthroat when it comes to that stuff. And uh, <laughs> she got you out. She had enough time with you. That's, that's not really what it is. Like, I still no, think joking. they're part of the equation, you know, like they still like they're, it's different. It's a different feeling. It's a different love. That's when I was, that's when I was able to separate what society tells you and the internet tells you from like, you know, that that's also like how I, like make my mission statement too about what I value and like who I value and stuff is like when I like doing the right thing you know like you show up for people you I I never regret that stuff as much as like I'm like I gotta protect my time blah 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 I never regret it I still like you, you know like I never I still agree I need to protect my time or else I literally won't have my own life but I'm not sure that you do if that, that person died. If that person died tomorrow, I wouldn't regret it. You know, like I like showing up to the t-ball game, whatever. I don't know. Something like that. So anyways, those are some of the things I do. I really just work backwards from death. <laughs> it's honestly how I value things. I also look to the people that I really, I value and I think have a good moral compass. I may not agree with every single thing that they like, maybe I don't agree with some of their politics. So I kind of pick and choose from like, Hey, I like the way that person shows up for someone. I like the way that person speaks to people. I like the way that I like the way that that person may not have all the answers politically or whatever, but they ask good questions and they do their research. That's how I kind of formed my mission statement and having conversations with the people that are like my core group of people. I also think like, Parker, I'm like, hey, what's important to you? What do you, how do you want to live your life? You see how other people are and you're like, I want to be like that. Or like someone who's inquisitive and asking questions and confident in their opinion. You're like, oh, I want to do that. Well, and why are you so confident in that opinion? I want to be, why do you have such confidence in that statement? Like fill me in. I would, I would love to like believe so strongly in whatever you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, where did you get that information from? And then having those conversations with people, I feel like if I get a little bit of like, I hear what Liz values and fits into my, you know, values, I'm like, oh, that's someone I should keep around. Okay, guys. So your homework for today. Okay. Right. Your mission statement. I would say ask, start to ask some questions from people that you value. Like, hey, what are your values? You know, what's, what's important to you? How, how do you want to live your life? People, places, beliefs, career, relationships, you know, all the things, money. That's a big one. Like, why do you, you know, why do you need to work? Why do you need to financially, what are you looking to do? Are you looking to be a big baller? What success mean to you? Ask yourself some of those big questions. Um, ask people around you that you really respect those questions as well. And really just be be intentional I want to hear some of you guys so maybe we'll put a story up I would love that 
Yeah, I want to know what people are saying, and then maybe we can read some of them on next week. Yeah, maybe we can jump back on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping on listening. Summer's wild, man. Summer is in full force, and we're recording when we can. Uh, Hey, Liz. That was a good one. Let's go write our life mission statement.